magical Christmas, snowed in at the House of Mouse. Now available on video and Disney DVD. Hello and welcome to the Emperor's New Podcast, where we explore every corner of the Emperor's New Groove franchise, no matter how uh, small. Uh, Tenuous. <laughs> and welcome to the holiday special. Today I'm joined by Chandler Desrochers. Edward Snowden was in this? Wait, no, never mind. Jasmine Garcia. <laughs> Happy holidays, everyone. <laughs> and Ryan Walterson. It's it's been a year, well, over a year, and I'm happy to be back. Mm. I got no zinger yet. <laughs> um, and today we're talking about uh, the Emperor's New Groove adjacent uh, House very, of Mouse. House very of, adjacent. Uh, Mickey's, Mickey's Magical Christmas snowed in at the House of Mouse, which has been an adjacent like area. A it's in an adjacent area right over there. Yeah. yeah. Um, because there's only one actual Emperor's New Groove related holiday special, and this was the closest thing I could find after that <laughs> for this year. But you know, it was nice to revisit this. I haven't watched this since I was a kid. When I, I, don't know if I ever watched the whole thing all the way through. I couldn't remember. Oh, Maybe I, don't know the I definitely I don't watched it. If I watched it, it was on TV. I don't think I ever rented it. I did rent House of Villains, which is also that was a good fun. one too. Also, House of Villains is awesome. None of the House of Mouse stuff is on Disney Plus, and it should be. It would be no, a lot it's easier. not on Disney Plus. There, what, what would be holding them back from doing that? I don't well, know. At first, they said it. At first, somewhere said it was because they didn't want too many stuff with Disney characters interacting on Disney Plus. But (laughs) the internet is on there. Uh, I'm sorry. All those Simpsons shorts are on there. I'm sorry. Once Upon a Time is on Disney Plus. Your arguments are valid. Once Upon a Time is like the ultimate fanfic crossover. I think think, uh, Mickey's Christmas Carol by itself is on Disney Plus, which is also a crossover. And that's one of the greatest things I've ever made. So I'm glad that that at least is on Disney Plus. Correct. Well, at the same time, as of now, as we're recording. That's like half this movie. Disney yeah, still it has- really is. Um, I I definitely remember watching this this specific um, special as a kid. We had it on DVD. I don't remember it like like I don't remember Christmas Carol taking up so much of it. I remember it being a good chunk, but I don't remember it literally being half of the special. So it's like, oh, you have these other shorts and then Christmas Carol. Yeah, well, Mickey's Christmas Carol for a short is hmm. long. It's more mm-hmm. of a featurette. Yeah. Because it's like the length of a, a TV episode, a little bit it's, longer. It's actually. obviously not as long as like uh, Muppets Christmas Carol. It's not. It's not feature yeah. length. It's just that has musical numbers. There's so much more going on. Yeah, but about yeah, half yeah. an hour long. And this movie is like an hour and a minute long or so. Yeah, so about, it's yeah. half of this movie. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So the the main conflict gets resolved in the first thirty minutes, and then. <laughs> The next thirty minutes is a Christmas Carol, and then there's a song, and then it's mm-hmm. the credits. Which yeah. I, I I do find the juxtaposition. Yes, the main conflict. Not to, not to jump ahead, but I find <laughs> the juxtaposition interesting because the whole thing was that Donald wasn't in the Christmas spirit, and then after they finally get him in the Christmas spirit, it's like, and now we're gonna watch a short where Donald was like the most cheerful and optimistic person you've ever met. Honestly, yeah. I, I I'll say this: they should have found a way to get Scrooge into the main conflict of the actual actual special when you think about it like yeah. it would have actually been yeah. really a nice could have had a, thing. a cameo was, even was scrooge ever in 
uh, House of Mouse? I can't uh, remember. Yeah, he he episodes? No, he's he's made multiple appearances. Like, okay, I couldn't remember. I know Ludwig von Drake has been in it a lot. Yeah, and I used yeah, to get at least as many as Ludwig yeah. has been, which it was yeah. nice seeing him again. Because seriously, have, has he been in anything since this? He, uh, Ludwig he's, he's 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 been in, in the 2013 series uh, more than once, and, and in Ducktales. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, he was in the new Ducktales. I actually haven't finished that yet. The new one. Corey Burton will still voice him whenever the time is needed. And uh, I guess the main the main conflict, if you don't, the secondary conflict after Donald isn't really ever resolved. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I, I swear in. I thought I remember there being some kind of resolution to <laughs> the House of Mouse being snowed in. And then I watched it again just now and I'm like, oh, they don't they, ever actually resolve that. Everyone's just they stuck don't, there. Yeah. I guess, it and I, I guess thankfully the kitchen was fully stocked with food even though they were going to be closed for at least a day. I mean, I guess if you have this this popular club, you would have stuff for at least a couple days just because of inventory. Just in case, so, yeah. So basically we're calling the title clickbait. We're calling you out, Disney. <laughs> um, so They could have not mouse. had the House of Mouse be snowed in and nothing would have changed. That is true. Every every episode of House Mouse and every House of Mouse special is basically a, sh- a bunch of shorts with a wraparound narrative. Yeah, and that's what this is too. Um, the you know what are- House of Mouse is? House and- of Mouse is the original Chibiverse. And sometimes, yes. sometimes, <laughs> and I think in the case of this movie, the shorts are often be- in this case are better than the oh, wraparound segment. Easily. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, but- well, that's mostly because they these shorts already existed via yeah. Mickey Mouse work, so they just had to package them somehow. Mm-hmm. Although they and did. some of them are classic. Uh, like exactly. There's like yeah. a 50s yeah. Mickey short in there. That's what I love about it, is we got like an old school Mickey short thrown in there. Like, I don't know if that was still Walt voicing Mickey at the time, but that's an older one. I don't know. It was... I, I think it was. We could. I could be mistaken. It's it was that, after they sounded had... like him. Yeah, it was when they had flattened distinct... Mickey a bit to look more 50s. But, yeah. not, but not the I same level. It. But not the same flattened to 50s as he was in that car commercial. Oh, God. That was... What, what were they thinking with that one? He still looked or, like Mickey, but he looked like a more stylized version of Mickey. And if it um, was Walt, it did not sound like the heavy smoker Walt that we would get, like, in the 60s. Oh, Mickey Mouse! <laughs> <laughs> Seth Rogen is Mickey Mouse. Oh, Give them ideas. <laughs> He's producing Darkwing Duck. It's too late. Oh, damn. <laughs> um, I have no idea how that's going to turn out. I honestly don't know what that's going to be. Don't... Isn't I mean, Seth Rogen also working on that that Figment movie? And he an is. Ninja what? Turtles thing. Oh, my God, that's yeah, right. Which is out next year. The I, I, mean, I mean, if anyone's going to be able to do Figment justice, it would be a stoner. So, well, yeah. A valid point. <laughs> is Seth Rogen going to play Dreamfinder? I hope so. He would be a very good fit. That would be great. <laughs> oh my yeah, god! But, but all the comments are going to say, "Oh, is he going to voice Figment? Is Dragon going to go?" <laughs> no, I, no, Chris Pratt's going to voice. <laughs> don't you dare! Oh my god, no! Just, uh, I would just say, bring Dave Gulls back. Yeah, he's still, he's still honestly, doing Dave Gulls is still alive. Yeah, is he still working? I he, oh yeah, he's still. He I think so. He just did Muppet Muppet Haunted Mansion. I know that. that yeah, true. He, he's still, still working. And yeah, he's still me. doing. He's still doing Fraggle Rock. That is true. Yeah. Gone, so of course he can still but do that's this. That's kind of irrelevant. <laughs> so the first short, which one's the first? I don't remember the, uh, the snowman building it's, short. The snowman yeah, one with Donald, with Donald and Huey Dewey and Luke. Perfectly cute. 
I can't, I can't, I don't like, I can't, I don't like hearing Huey doing Louie with that voice anymore. I want it to be. Oh, yeah. That's I want like it my to one. Be yeah, it's Danny jarring. Huey, Bobby Moynihan and Ben Schwartz all the time. I like when they have individual personalities and aren't just the same character multiplied by three. It's well, that's my, well, that's been seven like. Seven minute short, though. Honestly, when I was a kid characters. watching it, like my one nitpick that I always had watching House of Mouse as a kid was just. I, I know that that those voices were how they were in like in the original cartoons, but I was so used to Rusty Taylor. I just I just wanted her. I just wanted her to voice them again. Or hell, even when they show up as as teenagers, being the house band, you know, whether they're they're being like like Quack Street Boys or anything like that. They, I I was like Quack Street go, Boys. Go full Quack Pack and get the voices back. Like I don't care. You you get you get I Jason Marsden. Maybe we we'll get a reboot and they'll have great a great Lyle voice. Perhaps. <laughs> Not against it. I don't hate it. Well, she, she, I know she's voicing Christina Martin v- Prince in The Simpsons. She it's is. Weird that Christina it took v that voiced, long uh, for Grey Delisle to end up in The Simpsons. Yeah, and Christina V voiced. Is, yeah. Uh, yeah, Christina V voiced a uh, young Donald on the on Ducktales. Like, after yeah, she passed I was away. in the same building as her, but I didn't visit her. <laughs> oh. I I was not feeling well, so the only t- thing I had time, I only thing I felt like doing was meeting Guy Hutchinson, who was. I think a podcaster, um, okay. and going to watch the Patrick Warburton Q and A, um, and fist bumping Patrick Warburton. I think I wanted to visit Patrick. Uh, Warburton. Awesome! I wanted to that visit him awesome. at his table, but I wasn't feeling well, so I had to leave because I just was not. They was it, I mean, yeah, fist bumping. That's awesome. The crowd at that con was very badly managed, like Ooh. even for a, even by con standards, and the the volunteers admitted that they didn't who were setting up the lines for the tables and everything straight up admitted they did not know what they were doing. Oh, no. mm, that's unfortunate. Yeah. That's um, like a nightmare. Um, in this but... short, there's an abominable snowman and it's actually a snowman. Which, I'm surprised more cartoons have never done that. Yeah. What do you think about it? I think I'm sure at least one has, but I don't know of any. And I think that I, I, yeah, I do think I vaguely remember another Disney cartoon doing that. Actually, I just yeah. But when I first saw the sign, I thought it was going to be Harold. I thought it was going to be Harold, and I was, yeah. I was making an Expedition Everest joke already. I'm I mean, like, does, oh, this does, is how the Yeti broke. Is it oh. Harold? Is it Harold in the Paul Rudin because... shorts? Yes. You know, the funny thing is, I met Elsa at Disney last year, and she mentioned how some basically came up with this. Sometimes Olaf just rolls in the snow so much that he becomes giant. I, <laughs> yeah. so, I yeah. met Elsa once, and uh, well, I lived in Ohio at the time, and we mm-hmm. talked about how cold it is in Ohio. <laughs> oh, yay. Nice. See, but I, I met Elsa last time I went to um, the... Elsa's not in there. this because it was way before... <laughs> Yes. Oh, she wanted that they could. When I met Elsa, um, she told us about how she and her sister one night when they were kids snuck downstairs and um, stole chocolate cake, and they got caught by their mom, who had been doing the exact same thing. Oh. And the three of them agreed that they would never speak of this again. Um, and I don't remember <laughs> what else happened in that short other than there's a bottle of snowman and they want to build a snowman contest. And Donald yeah, wins. they just it's a snowman contest and Donald wants to ice skate and he's terrible at it. And of course I was thinking of the uh, the line from the ghost in Molly McGee, the grace of a baby giraffe. Um, and I also noticed that the ducks have blue eyes. Oh. Or like off whitish blue 
eyes so, yeah. as opposed to just mm-hmm. white eyes, which they definitely have white eyes in the DuckTales reboot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. But in this, they had like bluish eyes. And I think they that's had, like, irises, yeah. what the old, what the old, their, just their eyeballs are like, it's supposed to be like white, but it's like a bluish white. Mm-hmm. Also, um, the snowman think... is apparently so scary to, that it actually scares the piece of ice away. So uh, I, ice cracks are sentient in the Mickey land. Yeah, the ice crack, well, the ice crack was already sentient because he said, look, Mickey Mouse and the ice crack. Hey, look, it's look. Mickey Mouse. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so then you got some cartooniness in there. Um, yeah, oh, it, was, wow. it was cute. It was cute, but definitely probably the weakest one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and then, so the wraparound device, like we said, is it's snow, the ti- it's in the title. The House of Mouse is snowed in for their Christmas sh- Eve show. And Donald, Russia, though. Donald is a grouch mm-hmm. and does isn't in the Christmas spirit, which seems more in line with him than the way he's portrayed in. But I guess he's playing a character in a Christmas, Christmas Carol, exactly. not Muppet Christmas Carol, yeah, and Mickey's uh, Christmas Carol. Mickey's- Get my M's mixed up. <laughs> Mickey's haunted mansion. I- see now that now that could happen. I can see that. Wouldn't that be the lone, just the lonesome ghosts? Yes. Mm, that fair enough. Be. That's a good point. That's what yeah. the haunted. Did you know the haunted mansion was going to have that at one point? Oh, that <laughs> would make sense. Yeah, and Muppets haunted mansion just has. Honestly, who says the they're not still there anyway? They yeah. could be. We don't know uh, yeah, all the ghosts. Yeah, yeah. I'd there's like no to, way we saw like all nine hundred ninety nine. I'd like to be the one thousandth ghost when I die. And as a un- kid, we all. As a my, kid, I don't think business is just to hang out. You'll As be a the kid, I always thought because you know how they say when you're a ghost, you have to have unfinished business to be a ghost. Well, my unfinished yeah. business is I don't want to die; I just want to hang out. Uh, so that's forever. Yeah. No, when you're a ghost, the unfinished business is you have to um, you have to scare people to uh, create misery, to feed the chairman. Um, <laughs> yeah, ghost and Molly McGee. Um, so when I was a kid, I always thought that the 999 number was, like, something they had painstakingly figured out, and they actually had, like, oh. 999 ghosts figured out. And, and then I, I, as I got older, I realized, oh, no, that's just the number they got. Well, maybe 100 or so. <laughs> 101. I mean, maybe if you go uh, and start counting, like, the eyeballs and the wallpaper, but, like, I don't know. I don't, the, there's a lot the in there, but some not all of them are ghosts because there's the 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 man... And the caretaker and the cat, the man. Well, I'm talking about the actual like with the wallpaper with the eyes where yeah, it. You and that's only eyes. in Florida, right? And then, yeah. um, I, I, I don't know. I don't, it definitely the only time I've gotten to ride Haunted Mansion in California recently is when it was Haunted Mansion Holiday, so I don't remember everything about well, they, it. They definitely weren't in the Haunted Mansion Holiday because I went on that. In okay, because that there. the way that effect in Florida works is they actually have like the the parts with they're like, like the sticks eyeballs. or something. Right? They're on sticks, they're sticking out, and then as you go further in, the, the light kind of comes back. The Lion King, the Lion King one and a half taught me about that. The Lion King one and a half virtual safari taught me about that trick. <laughs> Oh, memories. There's so much nostalgia in this episode. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> yes, I love it. I, I, I'm like so here for it. So there, yes. I think, is right after the, the snowman short, Mickey interviews people about their wishes. <laughs> Which, how did, he, how did he have the foresight to do this segment for this Christmas party that he didn't know was going to happen until about five minutes ago? That's true. Really. Are going to have well, a Christmas yeah, party elsewhere? It just happened. Maybe, yeah. Well, I, I went and interviewed people on the street, so it's Mickey on the street. <laughs> Um, and gonna, Mickey interviewed who all does he interview besides the obvious one? Um, Jafar, he, he interviews Jafar, Jafar, who wants the lamp. The Bellamy's, only time in this Jafar actually acts evil. 
is when he says he yeah. wants to yeah, no, he's weird. Well, thankfully, it's just this. too far, and it's not like most things nowadays where you get uh, a person on the street interviewing a bunch of idiots. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> Pinocchio wants no strings to hold him down. Yes. I think he means metaphorically because he doesn't have any strings anymore. Yeah, he's yeah. in the mid, in the in between phase of Pinocchio. Also, boy. wants to be in a good in a good movie for once since 1940, and he finally hey, hey. got it. Yay. Yeah, I was about to say, Guillermo del Toro. I was going to say, he finally go got see it. it. Yes, go yes, see I know, it. I was going to tell you. <laughs> I, I, don't, I, I don't think I can go see it. I don't think it's playing near me, but I can watch it on Netflix. Yeah, yeah I, exactly I, still have, I need to emotionally prepare for it because I've been waiting for this for so long. It looks I know Tom Kenny have. plays Mussolini, so that would be interesting. <laughs> yes. I'd love to figure out an excuse for like me and um, and Tony about and weird on him. Weird on a on a on a mini sode of his podcast, so and that's not it's a Disney podcast. Movie. Do what you want, dude. To quote myself on Twitter, if I had a nickel for every time Tom Kenny was in a Pinocchio movie this year, I'd have two nickels. There's no lot. <laughs> is he going to be? There's, twice, there's, right? there's one more one coming out next year. Is he going to be in that one too? <laughs> Wait, he he is. Gonna, he he actually is. Yeah, I think Rob Paulson, Bruce Samarge, Phil Lamar, like a bunch. Yeah, of there's another out. Pinocchio movie coming out. They was going to come out this year, but I guess they went and saw that there were already three, and were like, oh no, yeah, that's too many. It's, it's it's like, like, Spark said, "Oops, all Pinocchios." Yep, um, it's like, it's like Pinocchio and the good. something something of water. I don't know. Pinocchio, Pinocchio and the way, and the of, way water. of water. I, p- jinx. Oh my gosh! <laughs> um, but um, Cora and like, the way of water, who, right? Who that was what it was. <laughs> but yeah, back to the street. I have to admit that the the beast wish did make me go off. I'm oh, a sucker yeah, the for beast wanted beauty. everyone to be wholesome. happy and have their inner beauty. Yeah, it's basically everyone to find their inner beauty. The like, fact that they were actually able to get most of these original voice actors back to do these little bits in the House of Mouse is so well, wild it, to me. Except, except for Nathan Lane and also the other character we're going to talk about. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. Well, the other character was only voiced by that actor like twice. That's, that's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What other it's character been, are we talking about? I wonder. Yeah, I wonder. Um, I, I wanted to say podcast? some of the other ones, but uh, Ursula wants Mickey's voice. Yeah. Okay. Rest in peace, sure Carol. I thought she wanted to see him wriggle like a worm on a hook. Well, that's right. <laughs> oh, you mean in, in the... Did she say that in Fantasmic? In Fantasmic, yes. She did, she did, she did. Um, when she doesn't, yeah. when she doesn't turn into Cruella DeVille in Florida anyways. It's, it's only on the Disneyland version. Oh, who does she turn into? I swear she turned into someone in the Florida version. Yeah, she turns into Cruella DeVille. Oh, she doesn't turn into Cruella DeVille in the Disneyland Mm -hmm. version? Correct. Because Cruella DeVille is not in it, because the Disneyland version only has, like, four or five villains, and Florida has, like, 12. Well, that's one point point for Florida, I guess. No, it's so ex- it's too it's so excessive. It's, there's no reason. It's awesome, and I will fight you on this. We don't need this many villains. Yes, we do. It's our house now. Do anything. Exactly. See, Ryan, Jafar I love your Jafar turns into that cool snake. Okay, that's cool, but that's also in Disneyland show earlier. I I, I like the I like the snake fine, but the logic of that scene makes no freaking sense. Because okay, so you have Jean and Jafar. No, 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 no. You have you have regular Jafar well, say, now yeah, you'll see how snake-like I can be. You know and then he turns into a happen. giant snake. And then Mickey has the lamp and is like, maybe if I just rub it in Wish. And then and, and Jafar stops chasing him and just turns around and chases his own tail. Chandler, um, you know what also doesn't make sense? <laughs> Dreams. 
Well, yes, but like <laughs> it's fantastic. It doesn't need to make sense. How dare this fan fantasm be fantastic? But why would rubbing the lamp release Gene Jafar Snake Jafar is right there? It doesn't make any sense. Non canonical. Non canonical. It's real to me, damn it. Goof, goofy wishes for something he, he wishes for his two front teeth, which he already has. That's the other yeah. one I remember. <laughs> that was cute. That was cute. Oh, yes. Um, and Cusco, who is still a llama because everyone's still whatever they were in House of Malice, uh, wishes he wasn't a llama anymore. Yep. And I guess he's been turned back into human, but we never see him and turned back into llama multiple times in the universe of House of Mouse. Because I was about to say, Cusco definitely appeared as a human at least a I, couple I don't times. think he did in yeah. House of Mouse, but I really? do know there was a scene where he was given the potion to turn him into a human, but we never see him drink it. Oh, I missed that part. Oh, um, Scroo- uh, not Scrooge McDuck. Uh, the other one. <laughs> Though, hear me out. I actually really do th- think that they... I don't know if this, because I it's been a while since I watched the Christmas episode of Emperor's New School, but that would actually be kind of awesome to do kind of a Christmas Carol-y thing. I wrote Cusco. one, but I, I'm get, probably going to redo it because it was literally just plagiarism. Oh. It's public domain. But, it is public domain, so you can get away with a lot. <laughs> but but no, I want to make it funnier, and I didn't really make it funny enough. It was mostly just a Christmas Carol, but with the name slightly changed, like Who's Scrooge? Mm. Scrooge. 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 But, but no, definitely save that for next year. Absolutely. Hashtag Cous. Hashtag Make it. Make it trend. Twitter. Let's do it. <laughs> um. Well, yeah. Well, if I, if I still have someday, I'm hoping I'll get my other Christmas Carol adaptation made. <laughs> Root it for you, dude. <laughs> um. Maybe I'll be able to get more than one animator to make it, and I'll make it easier. <laughs> um. Cusco, Uh. Is voiced by JP Manu, who has been on mm-hmm. uh, guest previous guest on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. um, Shout out to JP. Uh, he does okay <laughs> in this. He does the thing is he's not trying to be David Spade. He's just trying to be Cusco, no. and it, it works. I think like it does. If I didn't know that David Spade hardly ever actually did this character, I would wouldn't have realized it. <laughs> yeah, because he does Cusco in the video game and in the theme parks. Except apparently he, now he's not going to anymore because they told him. I don't know if they. I think Disney has contract or something, but I don't know for sure. Um, I know that they've had like three people play Genie now, including That's Robin true. Williams. Dan Castellaneta yeah. was replaced by some other guy, and I don't remember who that. I was, was. going to say who's because I know it was Dan Castellaneta, uh, Castellaneta but who was the other guy? Do I don't know? remember, but he was in Sorcerer. He would play Genie in Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom, okay. which is he was also. And he, there was also a different Genie voice in that was it that Disney trivia video game? I forget the name of it. That wasn't Genie Dan Castellaneta. Is, not in that game. It's not. Um, but Genie and Genie doesn't talk in this noticeably. Uh, Genie. In uh, Sorcerer, you will notice, sounds a bit more like Robin Williams than Dan Castellaneta does. Was that game you were thinking of, Disney Think Fast? Yes, I think that is. Yes, that's the, that's the one. Yeah. I remember playing that on the Wii. I, uh, oh, Gab, wow. I, think, I don't remember if I was watching a video of it on YouTube or if Gabs was doing it. Somebody it, was it, doing a video of it or a stream it, of it. And it it had to have been Game Grumps because they did a video. On it. No, I mean, I mean Gabby Terrell on her YouTube channel. No, I, I, well, I know, well, I know, but like the first video I saw of it was oh. was Game Grumps. Yeah, the the graphics in that game were not great, especially the nope. GD. <laughs> um, 
so yeah, the apprentice is I, I don't know if because the only line Jasmine has is singing and I don't know if it's Leia's longer or someone else. All the speaking princesses are except for, you know, the ones who their voice actresses were too old, so they replaced them with Lucy Hale. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh you know, Paige O'Hara and Jody Benson are both mm-hmm. in this. And apparently uh Robbie Robbie Benson is the beast. Mm-hmm. as well which i did not realize because i thought it sounded like someone else it, it <laughs> i recognized it like kind of immediately because i i mean because it is like it is kind of a basic voice but it's also you, it's when you see a not. movie like that so many times it just sticks with you absolutely yeah. um maybe the animation and the voice were not clashing in my mind <laughs> I maybe because obviously it's it you know it's directed disney television animation when when disney television animation was trying a little bit too hard to look like the movies and not succeeding yeah they tried because now now everything's a bit more stylized so they found a way to streamline it without it looking weird Mm -hmm. but back in the in the 90s and early 2000s everything like up until by the time emperor's new school came out they started actually changing their designs but like Mm -hmm. house of mouse Lilo and stitch the little mermaid aladdin Lying uh, Timon and Pumbaa, Hercules. Timon and Pumbaa, I guess it worked for because it was sillier. But uh, uh, Legend of Tarzan, the Legend of oh, Tarzan. Yeah. From what I've seen, the 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 designs in Legend of Tarzan are much different from the one in the movie. But I feel like it suffered the least. And that's the rare instance of a of a Disney TV adaptation that has none of the original cast. Yeah. Nope. But it, it was still pretty awesome. Like they they went to some wild places. Uh, well, they, I, all I know, what I mostly know about it is that they took stuff from the book. Um, yeah, they did stuff from books, which was a good idea, honestly. Yeah, um, like, and, is, like there's and just, they there's had just... the Hercules titling format, where yeah. they, which is based on the books, where it's Tarzan and the blank. blank and there's blank. an evil queen character that the internet really likes. Gee, have, I wonder why. <laughs> um, and. What was I talking about? House of Mouse about? Yeah, yeah, we were talking. We, we, we were. Uh, Jiminy Cricket story. is helps Mickey realize there's a nut. We should talk about the Nutcracker. We're not going in really any specific. The order. Nutcracker <laughs> one is really fun because it almost feels like it was. It, it almost feels like a, a rejected Animaniacs episode. Yeah, kind no, of. That it's like it's so it, snarky. I love it. It feels like the whole thing is like they're trying to put together this retelling of the Nutcracker. And it all just completely falls apart. Yeah. And, and it's, and a it's perfect, great. It's a it's a perfectly cast John Cleese as the narrator. John as yes. Oh my John god, John Cleese as the narrator is so, was so that, great. Was that a pre-existing Mouseworks short? It, it was. So are all so John Cleese just the guy they get when they need a narrator for one of those because he narrated they, the ro- the house of the robot one. Oh, I love the robot one. Yeah. I remember watching, I don't remember from when it came out because I wasn't born yet, but I remember seeing the short that robot originally comes from at Hollywood Studios in the Sci-Fi Dining Theater. Talk about um, deep cut, Disney. <laughs> yeah, they play lots of 50 stuff and it was a 50 short. So right. they play, that I think there's sense. a Warner Brothers cartoon they play that. I don't know if they still do, but they play, uh, it's called, or it's an MGM or Warner Brothers or something like Tex Avery style cartoon called The Cat That Hated People um, <laughs> that they play at you the Sci Fi Dining, which I guess they licensed. Because um, that's Have what any that... you guys ever seen The Spirit of Mickey? No. It sounds familiar. That was like, I think that was kind I of the original the v- House the of Mouse type of thing. Yeah. yeah, it was like a VHS. Uh, and it was kind of similar in setup to like House of Mouse, where it's a compilation of several different shorts. Mm-hmm. 
And I feel like that was kind of what led to this existing. And what's interesting is they did a big premiere for that VHS in Marceline, Missouri, and they still have some memorabilia from that there. Oh, wow. uh, and that was all there when I went they there. They have a museum there. 2021. Yeah, they have the Walt Disney Hometown Museum, and they have a ton of cool stuff. Not all of it. Actually, a lot of it isn't related to Walt, really. It's kind of just a whole... There's, there's a lot of stuff that is related to Walt, and there's other stuff that's like, well, this is just cool Dis- Disney memorabilia that we have, because why not? Um, And I like that this contrasts greatly with Disney's other not even really adaptation because it's just set to the music. It's not based on the story at all. The other Disney thing that's set to the Nutcracker music. Which one? Uh, the Enfanta- the Nutcracker Suite in Fantasia. I mean, don't, oh, forget, the, I, don't forget the Four Realms. I was going to say, I thought you were making a joke about the fact that nobody remembers that the Nutcracker well, no, the Four Realms I wasn't existed. making a joke no. about that because I didn't remember it. How could I make a joke about something I didn't remember? <laughs> right. See, you played yourself. I, I, I remember that nobody remembered that. I don't think anyone saw that movie. I, I, can we check? Is, does that movie actually exist or do they just say it exists when it, it actually doesn't? Uh, it they exists. It, uh, it has more, Morgan Freeman in an eye patch. I'm sorry. Well, that's, that's and cool, Revesme from Twilight is Clara. I, mean, I, I have mixed feelings on Morgan Freeman based on things I've heard, but... Yeah, that's fair. I mean, but separating art from artist, I do enjoy uh, his acting. Obviously, yeah. He's, he's and of a, course, he's you know, the sound. He's, he's and there's that, soft, that one guy funny. that I forget the name of that does his impression on YouTube of him and, like, most of his videos. I mean, there's a I mean, there's a lot, but you know. what is that guy's name? He also did the Teddy as an operation video, <laughs> but he has like fact, true facts about the platypus, and it's like true facts about the platypus, and other videos like that. I don't. So that the same guy that played Morgan Freeman in the Robot Chicken sketch that was I the don't think so. I don't think that, 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 well, well, that one was Tom Kane. Oh, okay. Um, I know. Well, I so know Josh Robert Thompson from. Uh, then we see uh, Mickey after the silly fourth wall breaking uh, Nutcracker. <laughs> nutcracker. Um, they, nut. they blatantly take a segment from the Thanksgiving episode. I remember because I wa- watched um, Snowed In first, and then I happened to see the Thanksgiving episode of House of Mouse, and I was just like, "Wait a minute!" I mean, now it makes sense why they're specifically talking about things they're thankful for, but. <laughs> Yeah, they talk about things they're thankful for, and Mushu is there, and I'm pretty sure that's not Eddie Murphy. That's the white guy who plays Mushu. I don't remember his name. I would be shocked. That's his legal name. I'm white guy who plays Eddie Murphy. Hire. Well, he played Donkey in like. Remember the TV show Father of the Pride? Well, that no, that actually got Eddie Murphy. Oh, that actually was Eddie Murphy. Murphy. Okay, I think in the in the karaoke dance party things, it's the Father of the Pride. Wasn't that that show that was set in Vegas? How, yeah, yeah. Father of the Pride. It was a weird. It was like, and it was, and it was like, it was like this whole thing where it was like, "Oh my God, you're Donkey from Shrek!" It's like, what yes, is happening? Yeah, it's, it's like, many times out here, Donkey's nasty. What is Donkey's happening? Nasty. What is this world? <laughs> and yeah, there's a point where he show. says, "Shrek three coming out 2006," and it didn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, the the Shrekiverse is. Low-key terrifying to me. <laughs> this episode brought to you by Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, and Fears this Wednesday, Ray Pizza. I'd like to see it if I can figure out how. Oh, it's good. Um, I saw the early... So then Mickey decorates his tree. Yes, that is a classic. And that's and the other thing. They were talking about thankful things, and Jafar's just like, I'm thankful everyone is happy. Like, Jafar is weirdly invested in Christmas, which... 
I was a little Which doesn't off. make a whole lot of sense, but sure, why not? I it's, mean, this I, special doesn't even try to pay lip service to the fact that not everybody celebrates Christmas. Oh, I, I, I was going to bring that up later, but yeah, I was going to I was going to say we should at some point address the Dumbo in the room. Um, <laughs> and that's why I'm thankful for Christmas but spe- or well, not Christmas specials. That's why I'm thankful for holiday specials that actually address that other other holidays exist. Well, you know, yeah. someday we need a Hanukkah special with Kronk. Absolutely. Yes. Ten out of ten would watch. And other and and half the internet will be really happy about it, and half the internet will be like, "Wait, this doesn't make any sense." Thank God for that Pepper Ann episode. Mm. Um, Thank God. I'm gonna go back to once again. Bella celebrated Hanukkah and Phineas and Ferb. I don't remember. Um, it was referenced, but they never actually did like an episode about it, which is why I'm very grateful for the ghosts and Molly McGee doing a really good bat mitzvah episode and a Hanukkah episode with Libby. Yeah. Nice. I love that. Um, and you I know, in the Emperor's New Groove universe, I imagine it must be called Lamaka or something. Oh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, it makes sense. It makes sense. Mickey decorates his tree and he does it with like, like he shoots garland or things. Sorry, I'm getting the Phineas and Ferb thing I watched yesterday and the and the and the Mickey Mouse decorating the tree thing mixed up because they both involve decorating trees and with. Gadget like things. Well, you, I thought you, I thought you said Garland. Like, you no, know, he shot Judy Garland. Yeah, that's right. no, <laughs> no, no, not like out of a cannon. I know. Well, because there's the, the older Chip and Dale one, mm-hmm. and then there's the newer one that's like obviously Mickey Mouse works. That okay, is yeah, where the Chip and Dale one. And I'm sorry, but I could not imagine a feature length movie with those two voices. You can't. That's why. That's why you had to do it uh, the way the movie did. Yeah. yeah, and I know that's going to yeah. piss a lot of people off. I don't care. No, that that is like I have not seen it yet, but no, that doesn't bother me. What Personally, you mean? You wouldn't pass out after inhaling helium for two hours? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, because I, mean, I mean, I'm sorry, we've had enough Alfred and the Chipmunks movies. We've yes. Oh my God, no more, no more, please. Yeah, the Alvin and the Chipmunks, which are all also owned by Disney now. The movies, I know. Yeah. Oh my God, me. that's right. Oh, and oh, they're on Disney man. Plus, baby. And do you know it was really ups- it, speaking of Rescue Rangers, which isn't what we're talking about, but it was actually really <laughs> frustrating to the filmmakers that Disney kept buying that Disney bought Fox because they that references to the Simpsons and Alvin and the Chipmunks movies were all now Disney uh, Mark Synergy. Ooh. And they did. They that was they did not want synergy. Not like that. what they actually wanted. They wanted to have things that weren't specifically have things include things that weren't Disney. Oh no! <laughs> even, Which and that was movie, what made it. Uh, that movie the, directly slams the chipmunks rapping. It did. It did slam. And then they, you knew they had to rap in it anyways because it was Lonely Island. Yeah, of course. Like they I, don't I, eat I've heard whale. People complain about they that. I'm like not. it's Lonely Island. What? <laughs> seriously? What did you expect? What were? Yeah. And also, I think the rap is funny, so there. Yeah. Yes, the rap is funny. Yeah, um, I don't eat take. whale. <laughs> um, what were uh, Chip and Dale? Yeah. Uh, our yeah. terrorizing I, Pluto. As usual. As usual. It's basically <laughs> the same thing as Mickey and the Seal, where the Seal comes that. home with Mickey and. I and mm-hmm. and um, Pluto's the only one that knows what's going on. It's it's a classic setup, and it's, you know it's, yeah. you know that I don't think it would be advisable to take a seal home with you. No, no oh no, it, it, it isn't. Must be also, Disney magic. 
Also, apparently Mickey got so mad at Pluto that he starts like strangling him when the tree falls. He's like, you're dumb dog. And then he sees Why you little? and everything. Why are you little? I'll teach you the oh. left. Um, and things made in the fifties. Yay! There was the yeah. tree, the tree one, which also. Am I? Were there two Pluto and Chippendale shirts? Because I thought there were two. It feels think... like they were, but there's just one. Oh, yeah. it's one really long one. No, yeah. it, there's yeah, the tree one was kind of long. There's the tree one, and then Pluto and Chippendale have a little bit of a tiff right after it. I think that's what yeah. you're thinking of. It's yes. long because it's long because it's a theatrical cartoon short, so yeah, it's longer than a typical. So there's two plots going on. There's Mickey just being happy with the tree, and then there's the main plot of Pluto mm-hmm. uh, trying Dealing to get with the Mickey chipmunks. To, you know, basically being Candace with uh, <laughs> with My Chippendale. God. My God, you're right, <laughs> Mickey. You gotta see what Chip and Dale are doing. Uh, Chip and Dale, you're so bust. No, that's more Mickey. <laughs> Chip and Dale, oh no! And then Mickey's like, "Oh look, Pluto, we have chipmunks." And Pluto's like, "Pluto's like, no shit." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, um, the dogs always know. Mm-hmm. Every time. And... I mean, considering the fact that my dog barks every time, every time there's a squirrel outside, or yeah. actually, no, every time there's like a leaf that moves outside. Are there any other yeah. sorts before the rushed resolution of Donald's kick plot? Yeah, I, because Star. <laughs> I don't. I don't remember. Because wishing Star. I remember Mickey wishing on a star. I don't remember if there were any other shorts that I didn't mention other than the, the power of Star wishing. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Thanks to dun, 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 dun. thanks to because uh, Jiminy Cricket says, "Well, Mickey, you can just wish on a star or some shit like that." And That's your solution to everything, Jiminy. It's my <laughs> only motto. Please, God help. And, and so Mickey wishes on a star. He's like, "That's good, Mickey. Wish you all see problems away." You see, I'm not just the CEO of Star Wishing. I'm also, I'm also a member. A member. Um, <laughs> Ask your doctor if Star Wishing is right for you. Star Wishing for when you don't have a prayer. And then Mickey, uh, so Mickey wishes on a star, and I think the star turns into the star on the Christmas tree. I don't know how that works. <laughs> and he Must gives be it to Donald, magic. and Donald puts it on the tree. And then you know, it, it really is wild that the Lion King had a better grasp of science than this special. <laughs> the Lion King, Timon and Pumbaa are in this a lot. Um, they are. Mm-hmm. And which, balls which, of gas, millions of miles from so they, here. They got, did they get the guy, the guy who plays Timon? And there's like three different Timons in the TV show. Yeah, I think and one it's, of them is not Nathan Lane. Yeah, it's either Kevin. I think it's Kevin Shaw because he's the I one think that Nathan Lane was Nathan in the TV Lane show was and the other two expensive. were also in the TV show, and they switched yeah. depending on the episode. And, and, but House of Mouse could afford James Woods, Gilbert Godfrey, Jason Alexander. No, I mean, they, did James Woods really do anything besi- big besides Hades, though? He, he didn't do anything in the <laughs> movie too. In this episode, no, Recess guy? Schools Out. James exactly. Woods, true. He was I the said, bad guy in Recess Schools Out. He was, which for some reason, was I was great. I was re-listening guy. to you recently. That and podcast he was and, about that. And and he, another Disney thing he did, he voiced the villain in that in Roly Poly Oli, the Great Defender of Fun, and he's doing a British accent. Oh my oh God, my he did. God. That was him. Yeah, he, that was him. That's James Woods, baby. Uh, can I? Uh, what I was going to say was, they did, wouldn't have to pay James Woods because he has gone on record saying that he will play Hades for free. That is true. Okay. Um, that makes sense. He's good at playing an asshole. No, he's yeah. Unfortunately, even 
even in like the live action TV shows that he's in, like there's a, there's the show that he does where he's a lawyer, sure, and like everybody like hates Pabic, his guts. Right? And the only reason why anyone puts up with him is because he gets results. Yeah. So he's very similar to House. Oh my god, that, that was just a big trope back then for Does some reason. Remember? Yeah, that show was called Shark. Yep, I, Shark, I do yes, that. that's right. Because I was low-key obsessed with Daniel Panabaker for a while. Well, I, I, just remember it because was it, I only remember it because oh, it was man. called Shark. So. I wonder why. Um, Because lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> and then so we should probably and then so make, Donald puts the star and he gets his jollies back which sounds really inappropriate <laughs> and, and Mickey says oh, Raven. well Donald we did it and then Mickey looks at his watch like oh no we have another half hour of this thing we have another <laughs> so half hour of runtime what are we gonna do so then they show Mickey's Christmas Carol which we should probably talk about which is arguably the second most iconic adaptation of a Christmas Carol behind the Muppet version what can really be said about it? It's, it's one of the best. It's so good. It's, it's one, one of the one best of the cartoons that they've ever made with Mickey Mouse. I would say it is one of the earliest so examples good. of like a Disney animation shared universe. I don't know. If they Probably, did yeah, that. yeah. It was, it was among it's, them. So, it's so perfectly cast. Oh my god! Yeah, although even... I will say, Pete, you have some nerve judging Scrooge, sir. <laughs> Well, well, here's how Pete got that job. Pete got that job. Pete got that job through Red Skull logic. Oh, he got that job through Red Skull logic. He was such an awful person in life that his his punishment, sort of like Marley, was to be the the ghost of Christmas future. You know what? I like it. Headcanon accepted. Um, (laughs) And I noticed a kid, just not like an extra. I think was from Robin Hood in in the mm-hmm. foreground at the mm-hmm. end. A rabbit with a hat. Okay, easily my favorite cameo. Yeah, Mr. Toad. Easily my favorite. Yeah, that's, Mr. Toad. That's, yes, that's, that's I love him. And the giant from the Jack Short. Yes. Perfect. Which, of course, I grew up with the Jack Short being a piece. Uh, I grew up with the package film, uh, Fun and Fancy Free. But I know mm-hmm. that they separated them at some point. Yeah, which is which was weird because I'm so used to. And they released them on DVD or something. I think they're back together on Disney Plus, but oh good, because like some some had Edgar Bergen, some have Ludwig von Drake. (laughs) Yeah, um, and uh, this, but it does I think have the scariest uh future scene. Even even though the Muppet one is scary in terms of the ghost itself. What happens to Scrooge is scarier in the Mickey Mouse. Because he's one. literally going to hell. Because yeah. Oh my god, hell. it's great. I guess this happened in Scrooge the Musical too. You Mr. Toad was foreshadowing. You could argue it's equal with uh, Scrooge, which is a comedy, um, mm-hmm. where he gets burned alive, basically. Uh, <laughs> where yeah. Bill Murray's character gets burned alive. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what? I just figured out a new title for this movie. It's called A Salute to All Christmas Shorts, but mostly Mickey's Christmas Carol. <laughs> yeah. Yes. You know what? I like it. I like it. They yeah. actually. So I work at the Emporium in Magic Kingdom, and they actually have some really cool dioramas yeah. outside of the I store heard, of yeah. of Mickey's Christmas Carol. Oh wow! Someone was talking about. Oh, they're beautiful. It's great. And and how and how terrifying it must be to children walking by to see the ones with him falling into the. I you, don't remember who it was, but I remember someone it was somebody. It was somebody on Escape from Vault Disney. I'm pretty I think sure. so. Yeah. Was it the Pirates episode? Maybe. Somehow? I don't know. Uh, it's going to bother me now. <laughs> Tony, help us. <laughs> Tony, help us indeed. Um, um, so 
I also, Madame Mim was one of the guests in the House of Mouse, I noticed, which is, she was. She doesn't appear a lot. And I noticed Madame Medusa's hand. (laughs) I I love that she recognized her hand. I don't know how I recognized it, but it was clearly Madame Medusa's hand (laughs) clapping, but you only see her arm. That is interesting because I definitely would have rec- recognized her if I had been looking for her because I was the rare kid who actually really liked the rescuers in my generation. Well, they put everything that was out at the time in it. Like if Lilo and Stitch, uh, if they hadn't ended before Lilo and Stitch became big, Lilo and Stitch would have definitely. Yeah. Oh, easily. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. The, the, Instead, like Lilo and Stitch had a crossover with everything else. Yes, they did. Yes. Lilo and Stitch. Well, yeah, maybe they all take place in the... Pepper Ann apparently exists in House of Mouse. It's the only time they reference a television series. The only <laughs> time, like, any one Saturday morning correlation happens. Yeah. And it's a and joke. There's, and there's, like, only one episode that references Pixar. There's one episode where Donald's putting on different costumes. He dresses as Woody, Buzz, uh, well, one of the aliens, and Flick. Yeah, I liked it that way. I liked it when it was just when they had, and I liked this with Phantasmic yeah. too, when it was just focusing on the animated canon. And yeah, because you, you can't you can't really blend CG with those characters. Pixar and Star Wars, and uh, they're all getting blended into the synergy machine. It's like it's not as magical to me that way. I guess that's fair, but on the other hand, imagine animated versions of these two. Yes, <laughs> you know, oh, those great. Two, those, 2D that's why we have of Jack and Sally would be adorable. Jack that's and why Sally we have are like a, a Nightmare Before Christmas isn't it's like its own separate thing. So I know, could, but still. Could, but I mean, it's not like Pixar or anything. So they could, if they wanted to include it, because I had an animated book that was almost entirely animated canon stuff, but it had yeah. one special section for. I mean, like, like, dude, Ro- like there's like one Roger Rabbit character that shows up, and it's Benny the Cab, and I guess that's because he's not. I guess he's the one that's not owned by the author or Spielberg, so that's why they put him in there and not Probably, Roger. Yeah. The author has all the book rights, I know, because I've yeah. them. Um, so, yeah, it makes sense. Um, Disney has all the, you know, visible appearance rights, and yeah. Steven Spielberg, I think it's a joint custody between Disney and Amblin, which... And it is. And both, it's like a bad divorce. They have to Don't both agree on, on weekends it. and holidays. Yeah. Um... <laughs> And I like that the weasels are in it. Yeah, yeah, some of the weasels. They, they, they be, and basically, you could argue the Mickey Place and the Popper was sort of a, se- a spiritual sequel to the kind Mickey of, yeah. Girl, and that it was yeah. an adaptation of a public domain story. Um, I guess I was Disney characters playing the. Yeah, Mouseworks did a lot of those too. Actually, they did an Around the World in Eighty Days one that appeared in one of the House of Mouse episodes. I remember that. I probably. remember that one. You remember the Around the World in Eighty Days with Jackie Chan? Yep. No. Why was Around the World in Eighty Days such a big thing around? Because when we were kids. Because name. I don't. That's just the, the name. Because there was Name's a Tweety catchy. one, there was the Jackie Chan one, and then there was the Mouseworks one. The Jackie Chan one had it's a remix of It's a Small World in the Grits, and it was live tweeted by Tony. Uh, yeah. A while ago. Yep. So, <laughs> wait, wait. The, the Jackie Chan one had It's a Small World. Well, I guess that actually does make some sense with the movie. It does, so, but okay. it's still weird. It's not like it's, it's, it's a remix of it. It's, it's like not like it's being it. pulled out of the hat. It's not like it's being pulled out of a hat like the People's Court theme in the Haunted Mansion movie. Like, what was that doing there? <laughs> um, what else happened? Um, the song. I think the, 
There was a song, and I, I don't yeah. really care. There for was it a right song. Now. I don't remember it. Yeah, I, I have to admit that song does still kind of get stuck in my head around this time of year. But again, that's just nostalgia talking. And I don't know. Maybe it's just similar to the effect that the end of Phantasmic has. But I don't know. Yeah. See, it just made of. me think of. It just made me think direct to video Disney song. <laughs> oh <laughs> yes, yeah. but you know, like see. Every... Uh, that's why I was making. That's why I was making the joke. That I, I I don't remember the song. I'm like, it just sounds like every yeah. every cheesy Christmas song you've ever heard. Which is yeah. fair. Which is very fair. But and, then again, uh, seeing them all kind of celebrating together is fun. Does, exactly. It it and it warms my child. Uh, does Jeff Bennett Lumiere in this? Who played? Who replaced I, Jerry Orbach as Lumiere? I think it is Jeff Bennett. Like, do at least doing the singing. That's what I thought, because it definitely wasn't Jerry Orbach. I think he was dead at this point, but if he wasn't, they had replaced him because they couldn't afford him. <laughs> Which, yeah, because he, well, he was busy. he was either him. dead or he would, he would need to be a zombie to record, and we couldn't afford that either way. <laughs> I think, no, I think he did voice on House of Mouse. It's just Oh, he did? Yeah. Because um, not not he had a pretty big part in one episode. Well, Paulson was in this, and I could not find who he was. I, I, I think he was... Uh, one of the three uh, caballeros, maybe. Yeah, what? Yeah, I think, yeah, I think he was. Whose only whose only dialogue is laughing? I yeah. think uh, it's sure. stock, it's stock audio because it's like yeah, House of Mouse. They always reuse the same applause shots every single time. They do. But it's cheaper, you see. It is. L- listen, I would as much as I would love to see House of Mouse get get on Disney Plus. I also would actually kind of like to see a reboot, just to kind of why not both. Uh, yeah, we could have both, absolutely. Proud family and the well technically it's not a reboot, it's a continuation mm-hmm. or a sequel. The first and it's soon to be the first Disney sh- series on Disney Channel to be rated T V P G because it's coming to Disney Channel soon. Mm-hmm. Oh it is. Yeah. And I honestly I, didn't that always really interested me when it came out that it was rated T V P G and they have like damn and stuff in there. It's a little yeah, it's a little more uh it's a little more spicy. It's a little yeah. bit little, yeah. little spicy. Just a little spite. Which is, I think, more of more of Bruce Bruce Wright's kind of style because he made the weird movie BB's Kids, which I've never seen. But yeah, I I know about because a certain controversial internet figure covered it long ago. I mean, it's it's not good, but it's aggressively watchable. But it's not like (laughs) it's not a kids movie, is what I'm saying. A certain controversial internet reviewer. Do do we remember it so he doesn't have to? How does that work? We don't talk about Walker. No, 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 no. no. (laughs) <laughs> but imagine what the different like franchises they or Disney animation stuff they could bring Frozen into yes. House of Mouse. They could bring Encanto in the House of Mouse. They could oh bring Moana in well, the House of Mouse. As I mentioned earlier, they have something that they could really drop anything into. I mean, I know it's primarily TV characters right now, but I mean, Chibi Verse. They could literally do anything with that. Well, what I'm, I'm pray I'm literally praying that at some point we get Emperor's New School characters in Chibi Verse. <laughs> That would There's be literally awesome. nothing stopping them from doing that. So, because yeah. I know that they don't that that TV char- characters characters from TV shows based on movies are not off limits because they've done tangled stuff. Right, that, that's true. That would be. And very I cool. think they maybe had re- like they didn't have character, didn't have entire things dedicated to it, but maybe a cameos or something from Lilo and Stitch or something. Hmm. I don't remember exactly. But they've done that kind of thing before, and they and and old older shows aren't off limits either because they've had, uh, or no, I'm thinking of I'm thinking of the Disney karaoke which had uh, one of the gargoyles in it. Um, yeah, 
But I don't. Wait, but Kim Possible is an off limit. And Kim Possible is older. No, no than the gargoyles, group. gargoyles. Yeah, nice. Kim, Kim Possible it has has made appeared in Chibi Shorts, and Kim Possible mm-hmm. is older than the Emperor's New School, not mm-hmm. the Emperor's New Groove, but it's older than the Emperor's New School. So it's not unreasonable, but unrealistic for them to just do it. Hundred <laughs> percent agree. That'd be awesome. Or um, honestly, cross fingers. They they. I mean, this is a long shot, but I would love to see see Emperor's New Groove in Disney Dreamlight Valley because I've been playing that. Not I almost hear they, the characters aren't in it, but I hear there's like references to it or something. Like there's the, like spinach puffs or something. Yep, you can make spinach puffs. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so cross fingers out of it. You can also fingers. just go on the internet and look up how to make them for real. Uh, it's all coming together. Oh um, yeah, my spinach puffs. I would like them to release a video game where the Emperor's New Groove characters actually talk again. I mean, where you get to hear them. Right. I know they would have to re- they replace Eartha Kit, but... Um, but, but my God, then you have to pay voice actors. <laughs> Can't have that. I mean, I don't know how much... I, how much do they pay Patrick Warburton? I don't know. I mean, I imagine a lot at this point. A lot. I'm sure they pay him a lot. But clearly, he's not too expensive to like, as expensive yeah. to them as some celebrities are that they don't get back for these things. Yeah, he he's a lot dollars. Yeah, he <laughs> will do it. I still think my favorite example of Disney not being able to get a celebrity back to do a voice is just the pure irony of Richard Kind not coming back to voice Bing Bong for Inside Out Emotional Whirlwind because yes, there was no reason to pay him to come back for that. But at the same time, it's really funny because DCA 1.0 could afford Richard Kind and DCA 2.0 or whatever number we're on now can't. But they can still afford Patrick Warburton for, uh, I mean, I, I don't think he's in anything new at Disney California Adventure, but he was in Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom since then at mm-hmm. Magic yes. Kingdom. So they can still afford Patrick Warburton and Star Tours. Well, sort of like Hades is conscious the thing where Patrick Warburton's like, yeah, I'll do this. I'll do this. I, that's what I he think. Will. Yeah. And, 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 I he's, and Patrick Warburton's, he's a very popular Disney character, uh, Joe Swanson. <laughs> Yes. Yes. Where, where, Later. Did you know there was an episode of Family Guy? I don't think he was really in it, but there, and James Woods was. He was the host that basically mm-hmm. ripped off the Behind the Laughter episode of The Simpsons. I, um, I, I did see it. It's, uh, with it's with David, David Spade as a character in it. And there's a scene where Joe Swanson lists off things David Spade in him. And the two things that have David Spade and Patrick Warburton in them, he doesn't mention. Wow. And it's <laughs> and David Spade's not even voicing David Spade in Yeah, that I don't episode. think so. No. Because unless he had a really bad cold, yeah. My and goodness. Hotel Transylvania <laughs> 3 was probably calling around then. Yeah, he, it was, he's been in four Hotel Transylvania movies, but he's only been Cusco twice. Make it make sense. <laughs> well, is that three, like Don three times also, just fact, also, just the fact that there are only four, that there are four Hotel Transylvania movies and only two Emperor's New Groove movies. <laughs> Yeah, that doesn't and, seem fair to me. <laughs> well, and hotel and a TV Hotel Transylvania TV show, so they're even on something. Well, they both have TV shows, but they that just makes them have more stuff. And so, and they're both and, on Disney Channel. And they, and, they, and they both have they they and and Hotel Transylvania even has it's a really bad one, but it even has a ride which uh, Emperor's New Group also doesn't have in Dubai. <laughs> wow, yeah, that, that it's it's a really that, bad ride. It's like a trackless ride in an empty warehouse. With statues, I've, oh, it looks awful. Like those those yeah. Sony rides—they look, um, they look weird. And who's Speaking looking for Hotel Transylvania content in Dubai? Yeah, well, you know I was asking the same question as to why there is a Twilight Dark ride in China. Well, you know, there's do you like, know who, do you know who voices uh, 
Dracula in the Hotel Transylvania ride? Who? Brian Hall. So that's cool, cool for him that he got to be in a theme park ride. And, yeah. and he's because you know he's in the fourth film too. He's in so, the, yeah, he's, he replaced Adam Sandler for the fourth film, and he just he was just a YouTube person, and he got they they got him to be the official not Adam Sandler. Good for him, I guess. <laughs> the official not Adam Sandler. What an honor! What an honor! <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. I mean, no, no, it is. It, I'm not even yeah. trying to trash it, but yeah, it's like wow. Well, that's Kevin just, that's just that's a funny way to say him. that. It's like he's the official not Adam Sandler. <laughs> that's what, yeah. I mean, uh, Rob yeah, Paulson he, he, used to he, say he was the official uh, uh, poor man's Jim Carrey or something yeah. like that. He, he's on par with white guy who does Eddie Murphy. Yeah. <laughs> white guy who does Eddie Murphy. Um, it's weird that they specifically, that both of the Jim Carrey spinoffs got Rob Paulson to play him. <laughs> oh my I guess he just has that energy to him. Oh, yeah. yeah. I can definitely see that. Because that's the thing, Rob Paulson, and this is the, the thing why it doesn't bother me when a voice actor is replaced and they don't sound the same. Uh, <laughs> he had a whole thing where he was like, don't, if you if you wanted Jim Carrey, you should have gotten, gotten Jim Carrey. Just Carrey. let me do the character. Yeah. Well, the, close, yeah. the, the, the closest you'll get to someone sounding like Jim Carrey is Matt Frewer in the Dumb and Dumber cartoon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the Dumb and Dumber cartoon. Yeah, there was a Dumb, wasn't it? Was it recent or no? It was Hanna Barbera. Was they did it in the nineties? Oh, they did in so that's the only Jim Carrey cartoon that doesn't have Rob Paulson in it. Well, Ace Ventura doesn't have Rob Paulson either. That's a Canadian production. I th- oh, oh I God, thought Ace Ventura. I could have sworn Ace Ventura was Rob Paulson, but maybe that was just but the it crossover. Wasn't. It was yeah, just the crossover because they were both on CBS. So it was like let's mash them together in a two parter. Yeah, I'm thinking about into the Carryverse. Think, uh, hi, Tyler. Um, so, <laughs> so I guess there's not really much else to talk about. It. Hey, where where did this mask come from? <laughs> I'm oh, a mask. No. <laughs> do you do do you remember the 25th night of December? Um, have you seen that Coles commercial? Did they actually do that? Yes. Oh my God! I've been to Coles like twice in the past past couple weeks but no <laughs> um it's a commercial i don't I know if they play it in the store <laughs> well no but still it's kind of what, that's what they should be playing on the one of the songs they should be playing on the guardians of the galaxy cosmic the instead one. of just run 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 rocket and no changes to the rest of the queue or anything play <laughs> play play december i literally wrote that before i came home to record this podcast by the way is it, nice. uh, what you just said oh wrote it you wrote I wrote, yeah, I rode Cosmic Rewind earlier today. I hope to ride that someday. <laughs> oh my I god, it's probably so good. soon. I, <laughs> but um, yeah. so I've ridden that over fifty times. Overall, I- what did we think of the Snowden and leaking the stuff at the House of Mouse? <laughs> it, it's nice nostalgic fluff. Um, yeah. I'm just glad I found something to cover that has Emperor's New Groove related content in it. Very fair. Well, I think if they didn't want their data be, to be breached, they should have uh, gotten a VPN, which is why today's episode is sponsored by... Wait, never mind. <laughs> um, you, you used to code Ed first. <laughs> oh, God. <sighs> but, yeah. Nice nostalgic um, fluff. Although, I would will say Once Upon a Christmas is probably still better. <laughs> Once Upon a Christmas. Twice Much Upon better. a Christmas kind of obsessed me because Roxanne's not in it. Um, yeah, and it's also yeah. not. You don't have to well turn right. on the red light. No. Um, it, it, I don't remember much about it besides the fact that. Ro- Hello. 
my mom just came in. Oh, do you know that's another thing? Hello. Hello. You can just keep it right there. Thank you. You got food. Well, yes, I do. You know that's another thing I was thinking about because it's subtle in Aww. this. It, it's subtle in this, but um, the, the, when Mickey's decorating his house and he pulls on the wreath and makes it mouse ears, that's a cute little detail that ends up snowballing into... Did you guys see that stop-motion Mickey special that came out? I have not yet. I did. Why are there mouse ears everywhere? Because does Mickey <laughs> own this town? What is happening? What, what, Chandler, Why does Santa Slay have mouse ears? Chandler, did you, did hit you Mickey, watch hit the, Mickey, hit Mickey. Did you watch that documentary about Mickey Mouse? Because in the end credits, they talk about this phenomenon where there's actually hidden Mickeys just everywhere in real life. No, but yeah. like in this world, I'm not kidding. There's like Mickey's on everything. Like, is Mickey actually like it, God? Is Mickey just Bezos in this universe? I, I want to know. And and that's why I was kind of laughing when he called um, Donald as the Mouse King a mousy monarch. It's like, what the hell are you then? Mickey? <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh my God! The, the, I don't think we talked about Donald being the Mouse King. Oh, we did not. We I did mean... not. That was hysterical. That was amazing. That and... was. Seriously, like, that felt like something that was, like, straight out of Animaniacs, where you have a character that's, like, cast to do the exact opposite of what they would normally do. It's like, why am I here? What am I doing here? Come on. And, again, more snarky narrator who, now that I know it's John John Cleese, is both even better and even worse. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> yeah. <It's> so good. Because <laughs> um, yeah. that man disappoints me. <laughs> this yeah. is a fun little special. It's definitely not as good as House of Villains because House of Villains actually has, you know, villains. stakes, conflict, yeah. villains, being resolution. I did, I did like and a in the Christmas. I did like in the Christmas song. There's a scene where Jafar, Hades, and Captain Hook are standing there looking serious, and then they see the camera and they uh and they get, ham it up. It's that they, was adorable. They that sing was together again. Uh, Jafar is weirdly crazy for Christmas, and they, like Jafar has his arm around the other's shoulders or something. Yeah, maybe like, maybe they could maybe like, like bros Godfrey or something. Wasn't in this, they had to write Iago dialogue for him. Maybe that was the plan. They 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 the villains are just like bros or something. I know it's <laughs> cute. I like it. Um, and I really don't hate Christmas. Yeah, I watched that like yesterday. It was difficult because there was a lot going on. Um, I'm not going to go into details. <laughs> um, fun. So yeah, this. so it was short. I, I like that it was short. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, well i will say this uh kind of crazy for disney to market this as a movie uh-oh. because it's not really a movie but they they want you to think it's a movie because they proudly display the walt disney pictures logo at the beginning and end I like that is oh weird God. because it's not a walt disney pictures movie <laughs> It's not even. It's not, it's barely even a real it's movie. Disney. It's Disney. It's like uh, Disney Television Animation or Disney Toon or something. Yeah. Um, it's it barely can coast by as a movie because it's oh just over an hour. <laughs> it would actually definitely qualify for my show. And the only reason why I didn't do that is because you beat me to it. And also, House of Mouse is not on Disney Plus, so it's much harder to review. Yeah. 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 yeah had yeah. had to go. Put it on Disney time. Plus, you cowards! Please, I want I... my nostalgia. Yeah, I please put, put more stuff on Disney too. Plus so I can, uh, you know, do stuff where you will actually get money for it, Disney. Yeah, thank God for their help center. Um, uh, yes. Um, 
what was I saying? I forgot. I zoned out completely. Um, <laughs> There's a lot going on here. <laughs> Mickey Mouse. In the Mickey Mouse stop motion short, does his when he turns his head, does it cheat the angles like it does in the cartoons? No. That that's disappointing. I know it would have been more expensive to make a, a make an individual figure for each angle, but yeah. it would have been I'm, cool to do that. <laughs> I mean, it's the it's the robot chicken animators. So yes, it's, it's the, the robot chicken character. animators, which is why it was so funny. It was so it was so uh, you know not the first it, it time was... they worked with Disney because they did all those yeah. bumpers on XD. And oh yeah, they, and, and they produced Modok. Yes, but watching <laughs> that, it was it was so Modok is much I'm, closer to Robot Chicken though. I keep territory. thinking exactly. it's Robot Chicken, and I keep expecting like bitch pudding to show up and ruin everything at any given moment. <laughs> well, hasn't Robot Chicken just been having a lot of sketches where it's just care like not? I've seen some sketches from recent Robot Chicken where it's much tamer than it was, and I'm okay oh. with that because I'm actually tired of the hey, it's like this thing you saw as a kid, but now it's all gross and sexy. Now and it's all violent, violent. Like, I remember there was one where Maui was doing something, and I think the joke was it was like a pun or something. I don't know. I don't even know if that's enough to constitute a parody, but, um, but like, I heard that, like, they're more balanced with, like, some stuff being more tame. Like, there's a Mission Kim Possible thing that I hear isn't as violent as... Oh, yeah. The Kim Possible yeah. one is funny, because it's, it's Kim Possible... I'm um, getting trapped by Kim Jong-un and the two of them just going back and forth making god-awful puns. Yeah, and the here. two like the crocodiles dry, that are supposed to eat her are just like, <laughs> oh my god, these two should just get a room already. <laughs> Which is weird because oh Kim god. Possible didn't really make, I don't remember, puns were more of the villain thing on Kim Possible. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's the one thing that bothers me about Robot Chicken. It's like, I guess because it's parody, you can get away with this, and you're adults, so you don't want to watch these kid shows. But as someone who actually watched these kid shows, it's weird seeing parodies that are clearly from people who did not watch the show. Yeah, there's clearly moments where they where you know they watched the show, but it's I guess it's harder when it's a '90s, 2000s era. There's 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 multiple writers, so some of them may have seen the show, and some of them Mm -hmm. haven't. Like I remember there was an Anna Montana episode that literally was just a darker version of an actual premise that they actually did in the show on Robot Chicken. And this one, she dies. She was just asleep in the show, but they do a Weekend at Bernie's parody. I'm pretty sure they did that in Hannah Montana, but she was just asleep. Oh, that's right! Yeah! Robot Chicken did did a joke that was the same thing. I was like, they already did this, just just the only difference is it's darker. We're on team, Mr. Green. It's the same thing as in an epic movie having Wolverine flip them off. It's like, he already did that uh, in X Men. Yeah. Also owned by Disney now, epic movie shit. And X Men, oh, they were already already both owned by Fox. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I remember reading on TV tropes about how frustrating it was that when Epic Movie came out, and I mean in general, Epic Movie is a frustratingly bad movie. But the fact that they think it's parody to have Wolverine flip off someone when that's literally something Wolverine would do and has done in the actual movies they're parodying. Mm-hmm. So they must not have watched them. That's the only logical conclusion I can come to. Either that oh, they or they watched it and said hey, I'm just going to plagiarize this. I'm pretty sure they famously only watched the trailers. I mean... Well, yeah, you make an entire movie out of it. You shouldn't do that. No, they shouldn't. That's part of why I've always hated that franchise. Oh, yeah, 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 they still made money. I feel oh, like this... Course. 
the first scary movie they might have actually seen the scream because oh they did yeah. clearly they because it, the parodies are much closer to the movie and that's why it works that's why the first scary movie actually works well, you know except for the transphobia stuff yeah. oh yeah but i mean like uh it's a it's the same studio as scream so it's probably that's probably why they even are allowed to get closer yeah, they being... definitely saw Scream, and they definitely saw I Know What You Did Last Summer. That's what uh, also because Freeberg and Seltzer were barely involved in the writing of that What are you waiting with. for, huh? Yeah. What are you yeah. waiting for? <laughs> I wish that once, if I could find a way to edit the movie so it didn't have the transphobia in it. I I'm would. sure it's doable. It's doable, but it's also work. <laughs> Release the, the anti-JK rolling cut. <laughs> <sighs> Um, God, I hate, I hate her so much. God, I hate that woman. We should probably go ahead and get to the plugging of things. Yes! <laughs> I need to go to bed soon. Yeah, fair enough. Don't we all? Can I go ahead and do mine? Sure. Yeah, go ahead and do your plugs. Alright, so you can find me on Twitter at Starport97, at the YouTube channel Starport97. My most recent video is a sneak peek of my upcoming project for next year I'm going to do, where I'm going to do a retrospective of the entire Once Upon a Time series from ABC. Very excited to do that. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a wild ride. Yeah, um, all the love and hate it deserves, please. Oh, yes. Yes, I will. Absolutely. Um, I've also got a series about my road trip from 2021 that I still have not finished editing yet. I'm going to try to get the Cedar Point video out by the end of this year, if not, like, early January, hopefully. I know I've been meaning to do that and keep putting it off just with school and other stuff. It's gotten pushed back constantly, but I'm hoping I can finish it soon. Um, after that, it's kind of the home stretch of that series, and then I have more videos to do about other parks I've visited, which will not be quite as elaborate, because I didn't film as much on location, so it's going to be a lot closer to the Magic Mountain video I did, which will be a lot snappier anyways, and I think I like that better, actually. Um, I do a podcast called The Podcast Without a Cool Acronym, where I talk about Disney television animation shows. The next episode we have coming out should be coming out at some point this week, and it's going to be about Zootopia Plus with Ava Moss. Um, we actually worked on that show, so oh, we had a really okay. good time talking about that. And, um, I was in that and yes, Micah was in that episode, and it was a lot of fun. You are and that's all I got for now. Um, you can find me on Faye Riviera, that's F-A-E-R-I-V-I-E-R-A, on Twitter and TikTok. I am actually planning on starting a series where I basically talk about books and movies and TV shows that I watch starting next year. So stay tuned for that. <laughs> and I also sing a lot on it. <laughs> oh, you can, you can look, find me on Twitter at R Walterson. That's capital R capital W A L T E R S O N. You can find me on Facebook. Just simply search for Ryan Walterson. You can find me on Instagram, which I infrequently post on Ryan Walterson <laughs> too, a second account. My account got hacked last, this year and it drove me nuts. But I also, you can find me on many other platforms. If you find me on Discord or probably in the YouTube comments or name dropped in the video, a- anywhere, anywhere you can find me, emails rwalterson at, at uh, hotmail.ca, waltersonryan1 at gmail.com. Um, anything you want to uh, come by and see whatever goes on in my life for me sharing other people's lives, that's where they go. All right, I have a pre-recorded outro, but first I'm going to plug... (coughs) 
Sorry, but that's not what I'm plugging. Um, I have bad allergies. Uh, I'm going to plug a YouTube video I have out right now. It's part one of three called The Platypus's New Groove, part one of three. Oh, yeah, I'm in that too. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Handmade, famous, and Ferb, uh, Emperor's New Groove crossover. And two and three will be out uh, when I'm able to get all the voice work turned in and more drawings done. <laughs> and you can find me at Microhirsch on Twitter. I also make animated cartoons on YouTube through the channel Fireblast Studios. If you like my work and want to support me, you can pledge to the Fireblast Studios Patreon for early access to videos, behind the scenes footage, and more. What's his name?